Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is FPL Harry from fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. You're listening to my weekly podcast on the hot topic of the week. If you'd like to check out the video, I post it every Thursday over on YouTube. Just search Fantasy Football Scout on YouTube. Thanks for listening. What is up everyone, FPL Harry here and welcome back to another video on fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. Thank you all for joining. Game week 7 of course was cancelled but we are looking like we're going to get some fixtures to go ahead in game week 8. Today what we're going to have a look at is a wildcard draft, well actually two wildcard drafts for you. At the moment, at the time of recording on Sunday evening, we do not have confirmation about whether all the fixtures will go ahead in game week 8 or only some of them. It does sound pretty certain that we'll get the majority of them, it does sound like the policing and everything is trying to be covered so that as many matches as possible can go ahead. So what we're going to do today is have a look A, at a wildcard draft in case all the fixtures go ahead and B, at a wildcard draft in case those London fixtures, which are the ones most at risk because of the amount of crowds that are going to be in London over the next week or so. If those matches get cancelled, what would we look at in terms of a wildcard draft? So the first wildcard we'll look at will be based on if there are no fixtures cancelled and in the second half of the video we'll be looking in case those London fixtures do get cancelled. So let's dive straight in. What we're going to do is going to start off in goal and of course work our way up the pitch. We've gone with Pope in goal. Those Newcastle fixtures look really good until game week 16 or so. Now when you're picking your wild card now, again looking until about game week 16 or so when we're going to be playing that World Cup wild card is pretty important when you're picking players that you don't really want to have to sell in your team. Like your 4.0 defenders, like your goalkeeper, like some of those cheap midfield options that you don't really want to have to use a transfer on, looking up until about game week 16 or so feels like the best thing to be doing. So Pope is the one I've gone in here. I really like the Newcastle defence. They've been performing really well this year and Pope has shown that he's returning to his ways of good save points, good bonus points as well. Newcastle, not necessarily a team that score a lot of goals that's particularly because Callum Wilson and St Maximin have been recently injured when they come back they might score some goals but at the moment it does mean that Pope is in the bonus points a lot of the time next him we do have Ward of Leicester now it's pretty close to me whether I'd have Ward or I'd actually go with Iverson I think there's a good chance that Ward loses his place given recent performances but I actually think there's a good chance that Leicester change their managers over the next couple of weeks given their recent performances so it's pretty difficult to predict who's going to be in goal for them so I am going with Ward who is the current one starting for them again you'd play Pope every week unless something catastrophic happens and you are forced into playing your backup in your Leicester goalkeeper. Moving into defence, we start off with Trent. Now, Trent has kept his place in here. Their upcoming fixtures are not that great and definitely you could look to downgrade him. The thing is, with this wildcard draft, is I had the money in the bank. I do still like Trent as an option, maybe not as much as I did in the past, but you could look to downgrade him.
Hayden particularly to Trippier who's not in this wildcard draft and I know one of the comments I'm going to get throughout this is you don't have Trippier in here Trippier is a better option than Pope which is absolutely fine and I do probably agree but there are no other goalkeepers I really wanted to get so you could go for Trippier instead of Trent but he does have the attacking threat he does have those set pieces he has been a proven FPL asset and I do expect their form to turn around in the coming weeks next him we do have João Cancelo because I do think Manchester City are still the best defence in the league it is very difficult to predict elsewhere in that Manchester City defence who's likely to play you could go with Ruben Diaz in the central defence but for one million more I would prefer Cancelo because the attacking threat is there they do have a lot of centre-back options coming back they've got Stones they've got Ake they've got Diaz and they've got Laporte returning from injury in not too long as well which does mean when Champions League starts there could be a bit of rotation there looks like Carl Walker is going to be out injured until at least after the international break as well which is why I haven't gone with him he could be a good option to save money if he was fit Next up, we do have Reese James of Chelsea. Again, under Potter, there's a little bit of doubt about exactly what's going to happen in that new Chelsea system, but he did play a five at the back at Brighton, so it does seem that he's going to play a five at the back at Chelsea, which would be great for the wing backs. On the left hand side, Chilwell versus Cucurella, I have absolutely no idea who's going to start. Cucurella, obviously proven under Potter. But Chilwell, for me, is the better player out of the two. On the right-hand side, it's going to be Reese James, which is why he's in there. And I haven't bothered going for that player on the left-hand side. And then finally, to finish off the defence, we have two cheap options. We've gone with Necker Williams and Emerson of West Ham. Now, Emerson of West Ham has a really nice run of fixtures between now and game week 16. So he can be on your bench. He doesn't have to start for you. You can start him if he has a good fixture. He is playing either at left-back or left-wing-back for West Ham at the moment. Again, four million since he signed for Chelsea is a really nice option. And then we've got with Necker Williams it was between Necker Williams and Patterson both of them work in a rotating pair with Emerson so you always have a really good strong first bench option with this wildcard draft I've gone with Necker Williams just because defensively Everton and Nottingham Forest may be a bit equal maybe Everton is slightly better but Necker Williams does have that better attacking threat we've seen it that going forward down that right hand side Patterson is playing at wing back but Necker Williams does feel like the one I would go with out of the two into midfield, Salah does stay in here. Now, he doesn't stay if that Liverpool fixture gets cancelled and we'll get to that draft in just a moment. And some of you might prefer it even if those fixtures don't get cancelled, but Salah does stay. I still expect Liverpool to turn it around. Salah's positioning so far this season has been very far out on that right-hand side and he's not been as central. I cannot see Klopp letting that go ahead and let that continue over the next few games given the form that Liverpool are showing. I think he'll be back more central and I think we'll see Salah returning to the point-scoring ways we've seen in the past. Next, Tim. Martinelli. He's actually the only Arsenal player in this wildcard draft. Their fixtures after Brentford this week do get a lot more difficult, so I have decided to ditch them all. However, Martinelli, the price he's at, the value he offers, there's no way I'm dropping him. If you even buy him at 6.5, he's still the best player to have in and around that price. Elsewhere midfield, Marcus Rashford comes in. Although long-term fixtures are actually not that easy for Manchester United, short-term they are good, and of course that good fixture in game week 8 this week as well. And then at the moment we have Madison. Now again, like last time I posted a wildcard draft I'll have you all in the comments shouting at me for going with Madison those Leicester fixtures are so nice and although Leicester have not been performing Madison has he has looked a little bit tired because he's been coming back and rushed back from injury but we have had a week and a half extra rest now that Madison will be back up to speed they have a good fixture coming from game week nine although they play Tottenham in game week eight there is the chance that he, from game week nine onwards he could be a real differential and a real template breaker for you Finally, midfield, of course, we have Andreas Pereira. Those Fulham fixtures are starting to turn from game week eight. We've had it in the diary. We've had it penciled in for the likes of Mitrovic and Pereira to be in our teams nonstop from this fixture run. And it's finally time. Whether you start him every week or not, he is a great bench option to have. 
And then we move up front and we have gone for me with the template three that we've got here. We've got Haaland, we've got Tony and we've got Mitrovic. So of course, there's no Gabriel Jesus in this team. Now, you could, for example, go Trent down to Trippier and get Gabriel Jesus in here for Ivan Tony, for example. It is very capable of doing that if you wanted to. If you prefer Jesus, then be my guest. The only thing for me, as I said with Martinelli, those Arsenal fixtures do get difficult. If Jesus hadn't have scored 19 points in game week two, he would not be nearly as popular. He's doing what Antonio did. He has a couple of good game weeks early on and people held him and held him despite him not necessarily scoring enough FPL points to merit being in our FPL teams. Haaland of course is in there the best player in FPL at the moment no doubt about that and then as we said with Pereira those Fulham fixtures are finally turning. Mitrovic is in there. Nottingham Forest in game week eight of course that is a fixture that looks almost certain to go ahead this week as well. So this is my wildcard draft if no fixtures get cancelled but of course we do have players in here that could get their fixtures cancelled because they are playing in fixtures that take place in London. This of course is is Liverpool against Chelsea. So we've got Trent in here, we've got Salah in here, and we've got Reese James in here. Arsenal against Brentford as well. So we've got Martinelli in here, and we've got Ivan Tony in here as well, plus Madison playing against Tottenham. So we have a lot of players that would mean we couldn't put out a full 11 if the London fixtures did get cancelled. So in the spirit of this video not becoming completely useless if those London fixtures get cancelled, let me show you what I would change if that announcement does come. So what I would do is I would make three changes here. I would sell Salah and I would go and bring in Kevin De Bruyne, triple Manchester City. They did a lot against Wolves last year, particularly Kevin De Bruyne, and they have a nice run of fixtures starting here as well. And we know what Kevin De Bruyne is capable of. Him in for Salah is actually something you could do even if you aren't looking at those London fixtures as well. Next up, Madison goes and we brought in Jared Bowen. The next four fixtures for West Ham are amazing. You might not like Bowen, but I really think he's capable of being a template breaker just like Madison. If you do want to go for another one of the 8 million midfielders like Luis Diaz, like Kulusevski, you want to downgrade to a Leeds option then absolutely fine but I think Bowen or Madison could be great and then up front we've ditched Ivan Tony, and we've gone with Isaac of Newcastle again a really nice run of fixtures for them Bournemouth at home in game week eight we only have Pope in this team before we brought in Isaac so I think having at least two of them is really good value of the money they're providing this would leave still three players that don't have a fixture we'd have Trent we'd have Reese James and we'd have Martinelli as well if you don't want Trent and you want to go to Trippier again absolutely fine so at least you have that option on the bench but you would at least be able to put out a full 11 with this wildcard draft. Let me know what you think. Let me know any changes you would make to this wildcard, either the first draft or the second draft you've got here as well. Thank you all so much for watching. If you have enjoyed, make sure you've liked the video. Subscribe to Fancy Football Scout. Again, if you are loving FPL content, I have my own channel where I upload three times a week. Plus, I have a two-hour long deadline stream. All the links you need to everything Fancy Football Scout and FPL Harry is in the description. Thank you all so much for watching. Like and subscribe, and I'll be back again next week.